I'm Stephen Adams. This is down to Doug. I'm, I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the word. Yes. Good. Yeah. Wake you up. Wake up, dog. Wake up, dog. It's time to wake up, man. Hey, I, I can I can I can I start the pod with something? I tried to do a simple thing. I tried to do a simple thing, and I ruined everyone's lives. Uh huh. Earlier in the week, everyone's talking about Popeye's chicken sandwich, and I'm yeah. like, Hey, we talk about fast food all the time. Each of us go out and get. Taste the Popeye's chicken sandwich so we can talk about it on the pod. Review mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I ruined Jay's life. Well, we even had a Twitter question at Austin underscore T78 asked Popeye's or Chick-fil-A. There has never in the history of comparative Twitter questions been an easier one. I agree. And my, my journey can speak to it as well. Popeye's would literally had to have given me a million dollars to take over the reign of above Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I wanted to save this, but Luke apparently refused to, for my miffed and peeved Popeye's mm-hmm. number one. If you're willing to sponsor us, we love you. We'll take it. <laughs> number two, act like it's the it's the guy that talks all of the trash and then gets the ever loving crap beat out of them. Yeah. That's what Popeye's was. Yeah. Cause I show up at Popeye's at 1115, mm-hmm. 1115, 15 minutes after they open, get in the drive through line, five cars ahead of me. So I'm already thinking, okay, well Popeye's done screwed up. <laughs> they didn't know that people get, They've never had five cars ahead of never. anybody. This Popeye's is like half <laughs> of a shopping or like a little like yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. store. They sure have these with lots of stores. And the other half has been vacant for months. <laughs> months. Years. <laughs> Nobody eats Popeye's. So I'm walking in there. They have four employees. But I get in the drive through line. I pull up to the window. Sorry, it's going to be about 10 minutes on one of those chicken sandwiches. Which I'm already like, oh, how were you not aware <laughs> that this may be your reality? Because they're Popeyes. Yes. And so then I'm like, ah, I'll come back later. So I come back at like 1230. And I'm like, there's 10 cars in line. Oh, Jay, you made a big mistake. You should have stayed. But I'm committed to the podcast. 
I'm committed to what I thought was going to be a primary topic of discussion today, Popeye's chicken sandwich and Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich. Yeah. So I go in, 30 total minutes waiting for my sandwich. And when I get it, I just grab the bag and I go back to my office in shame and eat what could have been had I not been so furiously pissed off <laughs> or if it wasn't done in such haste, like you just knew it was like, just grab it and throw it in the bag and get out of here. It's like not really covered. <laughs> it could have been a good chicken sandwich. Sure. It could have been on the same level of a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Yeah. I will have one in like six months and actually evaluate whether or not it's good because there was such a bad experience that I there's no way I could even come close to saying that I would prefer to go there over almost any other fast food restaurant. Wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. Especially okay. though Chick-fil-A that is like is created to get a bazillion people through as quickly oh, as possible. Yeah, like Popeye's just wasn't ready. And if you look in the drive-thru window at Chick-fil-A, there are what looks to be 40 people working behind the counter. Always. Yes. Popeye's legitimately four, four. people. Yeah. Yes. And they were all sweating to death. To death. There's no way that all four of them did not turn in the resignation that afternoon. It's probably true. So here's the other thing. So let me give you a brief example because, Andrew, I'm going to let you share your story here in a minute as well. This is going to be our whole podcast. Think about. <laughs> now, I'm trying to think of what the consistency was. Number one is there was a point where I bit into my chicken sandwich, and I thought this tastes like Long John Silver's fish. See, see just, that's that's a good thing to me. <laughs> okay, not on a chicken sandwich. It's a tasty surprise. But truthfully, what it was is it's like if you took chicken crispers. From Ch- Chili's. Is yeah. that a reference you get? Mm-hmm. The original. Thick chicken meat, right? Thick chicken meat. <laughs> Thick chicken meat. <laughs> <laughs> if you took that and made a whole chicken breast sandwich out of it. Yeah. That was it. And it's spicy chicken. I did spicy chicken because that's what I get at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. So they don't make the, the, the chickens not spicy, a la Chick-fil-A. <laughs> they put spicy mayonnaise. 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 Mayonnaise on it. And it was so hot. They ma- they make their chicken spicy there. Not on their chicken sandwich. I don't think really. That, yeah. I think he's correct. So, but I'm just saying they make spicy chicken there. Yeah. Popeyes, you had one yeah, shot. Let's be fair to Popeyes here, guys. You had one shot, Popeyes. I normally like Popeyes. Like, I would it's probably good. pick Popeyes chicken over KFC normally. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. Mm, but good Lord, it was the worst experience. And it was crazy as to be in that line and, like, this guy's in front of me and he's just ordering, like, he's waiting 20 minutes just to order, like, a regular chicken meal. I'm like, dude, you mm-hmm. don't get what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he does, actually. Yeah, he's like, I'm just going to, I'll wait 20 minutes and order some chicken tenders and, a, you know. He's probably not Red waiting, beans and though, rice and right? biscuits. No, he didn't. Except for, yeah, no, he didn't. His order yeah. was quick, but he's still in the queue with everybody else. Yeah. So he may not get it for, it's just sitting there getting cold, but he'll get it in 20 minutes. So tell me about your Popeye's experience. So I pulled up to a Popeye's on on the south side and walk in. They have a giant handwritten sign over their chicken sandwich that says, we don't have any more chicken sandwiches. Okay, (laughs) cool, no problem. 
hop my truck, drive no to problem. A, drive to another Popeyes, <laughs> pull up, and over a sign in the window says, "We don't have any more chicken sandwiches." Handwritten on the back of a flyer. We don't have any. Okay. No big deal. Over two. Here we go. That's fine. Pull up to my third Popeyes, and <laughs> over the chicken sandwich in the drive-through. We have no more chicken sandwiches. And then I decided, okay, well, I'm going to go to a place I know I can get a chicken sandwich. That's Chick-fil-A. And you know what? They had them there at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Almost an unlimited supply of them. Big surprise. Dude, they, don't, they don't ever run out of chicken. Do you want to or, order 100 of them at a time? There was no handwritten sign. Their pleasure. Over... The ch- their chicken sandwich in and out in three minutes. They had them. I, it was easy and an unbelievable experience, and it was more pleasurable for them than it was for me. I could not yep. give you a more contrasting experience than getting a chicken sandwich at Popeyes, where all four of their employees are screaming at yeah. each other, running back and forth, <laughs> and then go to Chick Fil A. Yeah, it's legitimately like. The contrast is shocking. If they could just have customer service down and also have chicken sandwiches, they would do great. Was there not a company-wide franchise email that went out that was like, hey, listen, our Twitter guy is about to create a nightmare for you? Well, here's the problem is that I'll bet you like maybe one dude owns all the Popeyes in Oklahoma City. Maybe. And you know what that dude does runs also all of the crappy Brahms doesn't because that's what it felt up, like. Jay, no, I'm saying not all gosh. of the not oh go not all you Brahms know are bad. I'm saying you know not what, Jay, <laughs> don't bring Brahms into this. Hey, okay? not, not all Brahmses were bad. I'm saying he runs the specific bad ones. He just runs a bunch of stuff, and you know what he cares about? Not Popeyes because I don't know. and like Chick Fil A. Do you know about their franchising process? Oh, dude, it's insane, insane. You have to work there. And you yep. don't, you don't even only own a majority the, of Only it. the best of the best get it. Yeah. Yep. $10,000 is what a franchising fee is. And yep. it is more stringent to get a Chick-fil-A franchise than it is to like get into Ivy League schools. Yeah. It's amazing. And it's the right way wow. to do it. It is the right way to and do it. And you can only own one. Yep. You can only own one. You can't be the guy that owns all the Popeyes and he sends a, a text to everybody that manages to say, Oh, hey, hey I forgot to tell you at 1045, you're going to have the worst day of your life. Yeah. And here's the deal. I saw on Facebook, every Popeye's in the metro area sold out of the Chick-fil-A yeah. or the chicken sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> they, but how do you know, like, this is going to be the thing that we create at a restaurant that people are going to go nuts for and all of a sudden want because you can, in a random week? Because you, you can, can manage social media they and did, look at they it. They created right? the buzz themselves. And then no. Yeah, but, but, but every brand is out there trying to create that buzz. But how do you know it catches on? I don't know. That is surprising. Because you, look, cause you can look online, right? Okay. No. But, if but we no. know. You're like, dude, that thing got a million tweets or whatever yeah. or, or contact. Like, but then they're just like, oh, well, I, I just don't know. I feel bad. I feel bad for, just, for the workers. They're just, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> they're that poorly run. <laughs> if you saw them, you would feel even worse, man. There's an angry J. I, I, dude, I was super sandwich. calm because I knew it. Like, I text you guys as soon as I got there. I was like, dude, this is going to be Popeye's ain't ready for this. Okay. What were you going to say, Taylor? I was going to say, clearly Popeye's does not believe in itself. They've never been, uh, you know, Twitter worthy. 
And I just don't think they ever thought that uh, they could be that kind of company that would demand that much buzz. They didn't believe in themselves. It's true. 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 You know who does believe in themselves? Shea Gilgis Alexander. Shea Alexander. And Chick-fil-A. And Chick-fil-A. So Shea met with the media yesterday for the first time. and You didn't get to be there, did you? I did not get to be there. Um, but we got to watch it. Yeah. And have you guys heard his response about Russell Westbrook? There's only one response that I've really enjoyed as much as any of the other ones. I was going to play it. The whole thing? For everybody. The Russell Westbrook part. Yeah, including Cliff Brunt asking the question, which there is no voice that that is like Cliff's. So... Here it is. I mean, obviously, you're filling the same position Russell Westbrook played. Uh, any extra pressure on you just being in that particular role? Um, absolutely not. Um, I am not Russell Westbrook. I do not have the same name, same body type, nothing like that. Um, so I'm just going to try to be myself and be the best of me. And then everything else take care of yourself. He's just great. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Don't make fun of Cliff, man. That's good. I like it. It is very unique, man. Um, you know what you know is when Cliff asks a question. <laughs> you're always going to know. You're always going to know. So basically, Taylor, if you didn't, could you hear that? You couldn't hear that. But have you seen the interview? Nope. So he, he's, he's, he's trying. Yeah, well, you are done. Uh, he, he, <laughs> Why? he creates a joking. pretty stark difference between the two of them. He's like, yeah. I don't have the same name. We don't have the same body type. Like, we're not the same. Kind of setting the but standard. It's just like, he's listen, be like I'm not. I don't feel the pressure. Like I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. That's so good. It, he was fantastic. He's in great. I sent a picture out yesterday. Of Barry Trammell smiling. I'm like, you know, who's happy that that they've changed primary faces of the franchise? <laughs> Barry Trammell. Is. Barry is. Yeah, I don't you know. know. Who won? Barry wins the Rust versus Barry battle. Dude, Barry has been in the Oklahoma media world for 35 years. He yep, went to and all guess the battles. Still here. Barry. It's Barry. That's what I just... W- so, Shea was here, fantastic. He was, really- he was a really good interview. My favorite part of it was the Stephen Adams yeah. part. Because they asked him, like, all right, well, what was it like playing Stephen Adams? You're going to pull it up? I'll pull it up here in a second. So, he asked him, basically, what was it like playing against Stephen Adams? He goes, well, I'm not going to lie to you. He was real annoying. <laughs> it's like going around his screens and... Fighting through all of his stuff, like it was just real annoying. So he basically projects that it's it's better to be on this side of it, obviously, than it was yep. on the other side of it. Oh, so man. hold on, I gotta find that And what was he in town for? Is he getting ready, or is he? I know he did like some community care stuff, and yeah, I think they're getting ready. They're just getting ready. I mean, it's, dude, we're a month and the end of August. Away. So that's so good, man. You yeah. guys watch any Taylor? You watch any of the uh, NBA, the USA exhibition? Yeah, I watched. Well, I watched some of the all highlights. the highlight packages and stuff. Yeah, they looked pretty fun. It looks fun. Did you guys see um, the Australian stadium they played in huh. yesterday? And people complaining, so they did this huge. I don't know what they do in it, rugby or something. It's massive, mm-hmm. and they lay out all these floor seats. By the way, the court is like built up. It's like on yeah, it a looks stage. like a stadium, like a. They do for like national NCAA too. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they so they sell these really expensive seats on the floor that are just level on the floor, and they have to look up to the court, and none of them can see the court. Is that I'm where Russell? Like, is that where Russell Crowe was? I don't know. I'm talking like 60 rows of just straight up plastic chairs on the floor, <laughs> and there's no way you can see anything. And they were like two hundred dollars a piece. 
Who? I mean, so on that Australia team, Patty Mills, you had Aaron Baines, you had Joe Ingles. Like yeah. there was a lot of That's NBA good... guys on that squad, and so yeah. and USA Bogut. won. I think they won. Yeah, Bogut was on it. Yep. I think USA won by sixteen or something like that. But yeah. this roster could not be more uninspiring. Like somebody asked a question at Ryan Fawcett asked, would this year's team USA win the nineteenth the NBA championship last year? No. No. Like they couldn't beat Toronto. Kemba's their best player. Yes. Donovan Mitchell, maybe. But yes. It's yeah. Joe Harris. You're not winning the championship. Here's uh going back to SGA. Sorry. Here's his response about Steven Adams. Honestly, he was very annoying. He's <laughs> a rock. Very annoying to get over. Um, yeah, having him on my side on the, on the playing field would be, would be a lot better this year. Wow, unrest on the team already. These guys hate each other. I can feel it. Yeah, you, I could tell you listened to all the words he said. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, it's hard not to get excited about Shea. I think he's the the part that is the most he's obviously the unknown for a majority of Oklahoma City fans. I think everybody that's a probably listens to this podcast has watched all of his highlight films. Yeah, uh, or at least a lot of them. Well, it's hard to get, you know, lots like, of YouTube. You don't know what you get from just a highlight video, obviously. Have you read his have you read Brett's stuff that he's done? You're going to be mad at me. I'm going to be mad at you. I'm not an athletic I know, I know, I know. I know you're not an athletic guy, but you need yeah, to Yeah, I'm not an athletic <laughs> supporter and I should be. Like, dude, it's I know. a mistake. It's, it's, an, it's it, honestly one of the biggest mistakes. Hey, listen, you've made. all of you that are listening to this <laughs> podcast, don't be like me. Don't be like. Don't me. be like me. Let this be the one subscription that you say yes to. But for real, the the articles that Brett has written so know, far, all right, and the, and the hype that you will have for SGA is pretty incredible. And I heard you all talking about it. Uh. It's just, he goes, he talks to his, the guy he's been training with all summer, and he kind of goes over everything that they've done and talks about how, gr- like, legitimately great he is and how great he's going to be. To the point he says, like, he's going to be a 20 point, 10 assist player. Like, he's going to be that. Yeah, the guy was like, they call him, like, the guard whisperer or something like that. Mm-hmm. I did, I at wow. least heard people talking about that article, which is yeah. helpful. Jay, also you can read on The Athletic, Ethan Strauss smoking weed with Don Nelson. It's pretty great. Well, there you go. You know what I want to talk about is that support for the OKC Down to Dunk podcast comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Andrew, you got the lawnmower 2.0. It's a high-quality product. It is a high-quality <laughs> product. Have you had any nicks or snags? Why would you? Don't have you. <laughs> you wouldn't. So, couldn't. but have you? You couldn't with it. <laughs> so you have not. Okay. <laughs> Man, that's because manscaping accidents finally, finally, a thing of the past. They also have their crop preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant, and moisturizer. You put deodorants on your armpits. Why not put it in other places that are stinky? You can get 20% off. Andrew, what is the code for Manscaped? You tell me. Well, I need to look because I don't see it. Um, it, is on our, it is on our Twitter, and oh, I need to find it. Garden. 
garden. garden. Go to manscaped.com, put in garden with your checkout, and guess what? You get 20% off. That is a deal. Support those that support us. Hey, guys, let's talk about Twitter questions. Twitter questions. <laughs> that was so God, loud. the drops are so loud. Today. Sorry, I had to turn Shay up, and Good I forgot to turn Lord. it back down. Oh, my word. Uh, hey, can I just say something about Manscaped? Yeah. So number one is the biggest question for me was, so I have a beard. Can yeah. you trim your beard? Can you shave your face with it? Yeah. Andrew, tell me. You can. Yeah. Yeah. And they also have some anti, anti-chafing stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. A, hey, whoa, man. We've all been talking that's about That's the this. stuff I'm excited about. Yeah, it's good. So, it's all good I'm stuff. I'm trying to get my wife to buy it for me for a gift. My, my wife. wife. My wife. Um. Hey guys, let's move on to Twitter questions. That's what we're doing. Our first Twitter question comes from at five three six. Who wants to know what is the likelihood we lose our top reporters, Royce, Brett, to other franchises as the Thunder loses national and international interest? It's a great question. I mean, it's very possible. Uh, so Royce is from here, born and raised. Lives here mm-hmm. on the playground. It's where he spent most of his days. Um, I think Royce. Now you already see what's happening with Royce is when the Thunder inevitably got out in the first round. He goes and covers different teams. So he did some Rocket stuff. He mm-hmm. did some Portland stuff. And so that's normally what will happen. From everything I can tell, and you may know this because you actually know him. Like ESPN freaking loves Royce Young. He was just in LA doing the jump. Like he's great. Uh, he's fantastic. Brett is. Um, they're just so talented. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Like you want to keep them forever, but you know that our market is what it is, and so I don't know. It's hard to predict what these guys will be and do. Yeah, but with the athletic, like they put some of their best writers everywhere. Well, actually, they only hire the best writers. So Fred Katz is with the Wizards. Yeah, and they are not relevant at all. So maybe Brett will stick around. Honestly, I have no idea. But, yeah, but it's a possibility that they all get offered better jobs somewhere else. I think the cool thing about that is for an Oklahoma City <laughs> fan is to recognize like for a one of the smallest markets in the NBA, like we have tremendous media coverage. Yeah. It also depends on how good the Thunder are. Right. How know, quick they the next, start to turn if, around. If they turn around in the next two years, like it's probably not a lot of turnover. If it takes seven years, uh, it might be a little bit different. Yeah. What if it takes 70 <laughs> well, well, then we'll all be dead anyways. doesn't matter to me. I don't think so. Speak for yourself. It's true. With, uh, I'd be shocked in, if I lived to 107. With advances, <laughs> in, with advances in modern medicine, we could all easily see 200. No. Easily. 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 Yeah. Mm. There's easily. not a doubt in my mind. Easily. Let's move on to our easily. next Easily. Easily. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. Twitter questions! Scott, to stop. It's too loud. <laughs> comes from at underscore gray chicken underscore who says he's going to a Clippers Rockets preseason game. Now, as a Thunder fan, how does he react? Does he cheer us? Does he boo Paul George? Does he drown in his own tears? That is a weird situation to be in because you are just cheering for two guys. And one, Paul George is not going to play in the preseason. So you don't have to worry about that. Uh, if you want to cheer for Russ, go for it. It'll just be a weird experience watching everybody in all these different jerseys and 
Yeah, just it'd mean, be weird for and, me. It's just watch it. Like that's what I'll like. <laughs> watch the game. Just for me, it's it. like I don't want to. I, I maybe would be. I would pull instinctively on the inside. I would be pulling for Russ, but I am not going to cheer for the Rockets. Yeah, same. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You have to though. Yeah, I'm sorry. You have to. Sorry. Uh, uh, okay, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from that haters at a underscore Aaron nine seven x. He wants to know how does the very real possibility of Lamelo being available when the Thunder make their pick make you feel? He's good. <laughs> Apparently, there's, if he's there's no way. There's no way. What? You don't think there's no Sam way would the Thunder? Him? No. Why? Because that's why he got Shea. He's like, we got to get ahead of this LaMelo ball thing immediately. Get Shea. He's a big point guard. That way no one expects us to take LaMelo ball. That's why they took Shea. That's the sole reason. They could play next to each other. They're going to take the best player. If LaMelo is the best player, they'll take him. I don't nope. know. Has, has the Lonzo stuff been that bad? No. Has it been that bad? What's funny though no, is like the dad, the dad stuff. I understand that. Bad. I understand that. I'm saying, has it been that bad though? No, not yeah. after the first year. It all faded within the first three or four months of. Yeah. Now I wonder if Lonzo was better initially. Would like it have if, been like if Lamelo is a superstar? Then maybe it's it's going to be bad. crazy. It would but, be bad. I mean, bad as in like what is he going to do that's that bad? What's he going to do that's going to be so bad that you're just like, I wish we didn't have him on oh, the true. team? Oh, yeah. true. What is he, he going to do? He's going to mess with, he's going to be talking about how like Lamella needs to play over this person. He's better than this person. If he's a superstar, he will anyways. He's so gonna gonna mess, He's going to say, say, say Lamella does not want to be in Oklahoma City. Yeah. He's going to say he does not that, need to be there. He needs to be in a bigger market. That could be true. I mean, okay. That's a big deal. That would cause a lot of issues. It could, but I mean, at the for same, a city that's as proud as Oklahoma City, like it, that will not land very. We don't well. even know that he'll proud. say that. Though. We See, don't even Andrew, know. Andrew, I didn't know you loved Lamelo Ball this much. I'm just saying. Like, I, has have has he said similar things about New Orleans? No, because New Orleans is not small. A, it's even smaller market, I think, technically. Than yeah, Oklahoma and city people now. don't care about the Pelicans. So, like, I mean, are we hearing stuff about? Lonzo they there. do with Zion right now. I mean, people care about the Pelicans now. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like they probably like just like the people have cared about the Thunder. I mean, worldwide, I'm not sure people care that much about the Pelicans. You know, people care about the Lakers no matter if they're good or bad worldwide. Yeah. And, but I just haven't heard stuff about New Orleans and how he doesn't want him to be in New Orleans. He needs to be in a bigger market. He needs to be on the spotlight. I mean, to me, it's it's all overblown, and it's never been that big a deal. And I think as long as his kids have the chance to be successful somewhere, I'm not really sure that he is going to blow up and make everything that bad. So I, I don't know. If Lamelo is, is going to be that good, I don't think you say no just because his dad sure. likes to run his mouth. You obviously didn't see Lamelo and LeVar on the episode of Raw that I saw. I obviously did not. It was not very good. They were not very... I, they were 
And also, like, if Big Baller Brand was still going and had become something, then maybe you worry a little bit that, like, he's gained so much momentum. But Big Baller Brand is dead. So, like, what do you... He, he doesn't have a lot of legs to stand on at this point. And if his son becomes a superstar in Oklahoma City, and he knows that, like... The, here's the deal. The organization is going to treat them right. Just like they have every other person. And I think as a father... He wants his son to be a star, and he wants him to be treated right. And that's what will happen in Oklahoma City. And the Thunder get, are going to get out ahead of stuff like that. They're not going to be like, well, I guess because when LaMelo Ball is available, we'll just take him and never have a conversation with anybody about it. Like They're going to they're gonna do their homework. So I don't know. I'm not worried about that at all. If he's the best player available, take him. Take him. Does that mean you think they assigned someone to watch all of the episodes of Ball in the Family on Facebook Live? Is it still happening? I don't know. No, but you know who's going to know? Some intern. He has Thunder. legitimately faded. That's what I've. Out that's of the national narrative. Yeah. Now the question is: Is will he bounce back when Lamelo's? You know, we'll see. And the we'll answer see. is yes. I kind of like him. He's kind of hilarious. Lavar. Yeah. I just like Keenan Thompson's version of him on SNL. It's true. <laughs> Never lost. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Trav underscore is underscore funny. Who wants to know who is the hugger of the fry pod and who can't stand people in their personal space? I would say I'm probably the hugger, Jay. Would you say that's right? I don't yeah. know. Are any of us averse to hugs? Yeah, we no. all. I think we all hug. We're all, we all love physical contact, especially with each other. Yeah, I don't Huge think Huge fan of it. I don't think any of us... I think we're all huggers in general. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. A, I'm not a private space guy. Like, no. I've got three children. I, I <laughs> you like that went out the window a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, like when Andrew got the lawnmower 2.0, we all went over there and we we're all testing it out <laughs> together. Andrew, you used the lawnmower 2.0 on your dog. I did. It worked great. That is to me. That is wild. That is wild to me as well. It worked great. I was like, I'm going to test this thing. It's the same. Really legit. Yep. Any nicks? How tall is your dog? How big is your dog? What size dog are we talking about? Small dog. 85 pounds. <laughs> 85 pound dog. Bull Mastiff. <laughs> no, it's a little Yorkie. Okay. Still. She could sit on my computer and like have would, her whole would, body. Would she break the computer? No. Okay. She's That's a small dog. She's little. Guys, hey guys, I'm not liking this coded language. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at 9net. Three, I can't read that one. He wants to know, peanut butter or Nutella? This is no question, peanut butter. Yeah. Nutella. Get out of my life. Really? On, yeah, 100%. Andrew? I think it's peanut butter. Oh, peanut butter only because it's more, there are more versatile. options. I can't, yeah, it's more versatile. Like Nutella, it's just going to be Nutella. I can't even yeah. tell you if I've ever had it. Oh, it's, it's very, delicious. It's very, very good. It's, it's like a, it's a hazelnut cream. spread, man. It's like cre- it's creamy. Yes. Sure. Here's the thing. There's nothing. There's nothing peanut butter can do that is on the same level as a fresh Nutella crepe. I mean, that's like you can't. Yeah. The I, ceiling of Nutella is higher. Is higher, but the floor is lower. There's not a floor. No, I, I, I mean. No, because it's it's got it's high ceiling, high floor. But I just think that you can use peanut butter in more. Yeah, situations. high ceiling, high floor. You're right. I was trying to make the draft. If, if it's like, if it's I need, I, you get one item and that's it. You probably go Nutella. Yeah. But if you're like, you get one oh, spread. That's it. that's it for everything. 
I'm probably choosing peanut butter. What can you not put? What can you put peanut butter on that you can't put Nutella on? Like Thai food or like making a peanut sauce. Apples? Savory one. You put that I on would it. still eat Nutella on apples. No, Nutella on apples is a thing. Okay. I don't know. Maybe Nutella's the answer. Like then. sweet sweet stuff, you're taking Nutella, but like peanut butter can be savory. Savory. That's the difference. Yeah. That's the difference. So something yeah. you can't so you wouldn't have like a Nutella and jelly sandwich. Yeah, sure. No, you could. You That's could. a lot of sweet though. It's oh, a lot of sweet. I would, I would prefer a peanut butter sandwich to a Nutella sandwich. For sure. Yes. Oh no no. Have you had just Nutella on like white bread? On a white it's bread. It's amazing. Is probably good. I don't, we don't do a lot of white bread. In fact, we don't well, do, do white it, bread. Oh, do you do wheat? I yeah. I like wheat. Dude, Me well, j- just do Nutella on wheat bread. I've done it. Or Nutella on I've toast. It. I'm it's fine with it. Way better than just peanut butter on bread. I think you're underrating peanut butter a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, that's what it feels like over here. I don't know what you all do in Tulsa, Taylor, but <laughs> yeah, here in Oklahoma City, we're still. We all- we're we just, all eat we, jars of Nutella we in get the our, gathering. We plant. get our lunch pails and we put peanut butter sandwiches in it, and we go to work nine That's to five. Right. We <laughs> come home, take care of our families. Yeah, pray with our kids, read the Bible, uh-huh. eat peanut butter, go to bed. <laughs> eat a spoonful of peanut butter, go to bed. <laughs> hey guys, let's move on to our next. We all go to bed like this. Just. Mm. No water, no water, no drink, no milk, nothing. Just peanut butter, straight to bed. Peanut butter is really good, though. A lot of cavities around here. Yeah, I mean, I love peanut butter. Yeah, I, I like. It's it. hard for me. It's hard to beat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, man. It's good. I love me a good PB and J. They're good. It's, it's good. But also, they're beatable by lots of items. <sighs> yeah, they're beatable. As far as sandwich, yeah, Chick-fil-A yeah, sandwich better. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> saying sandwich. You're not making a Chick Fil A sandwich at your house. <laughs> I love a PB and J, man. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. It feels like a drop. Do you ever? I love PB and J. Hey, hey Jay, peanut butter jelly. A, Hit us up, man. We'll sponsor y'all. Right. This podcast Jay, you is brought to you by peanut Lays. butter and jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Original Lay's on your PB J. No, get you original. Who buys original Lay's, man? <laughs> yeah, Taylor. Yeah. The only reason you get original Lay's is if there's it's the last sandwiches. chip that nobody got out of the yeah. like variety. The pack. variety pack. Yeah. I'm sorry. Is it the best sandwich chip? No, I'm not. I don't do yes, a lot of sandwich. Is. No, chipping. I don't do a lot of sandwich chipping either. Here, the the sandwich chip you need to put on is kettle cooked jalapeno chip on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Not just any. Sandwich. Just leave a peanut just butter and jelly sandwich a, alone. Just if you want it, crunch in it, get crunchy freaking peanut butter. Put it on. A, put it on a meat sandwich with meat in it. Stop saying that. Meat. Sandwich. Peanut butter and jelly on meat. <laughs> no, you put. Crunchy. You ever put salami in your PBJ? Oh, Taylor, what us. is going on? <laughs> I know he doesn't. He doesn't eat salami. We don't? No, he's a pescatarian. No. That's why he couldn't talk about chicken sandwiches. I'm a Episcopalian. He's a Episcopalian. All right. Hey, guys, <laughs> let's move on to our next Twitter question. Twitter questions! <laughs> it comes from at Mahalo Diallo, who wants to know if you could give Shy, one of Russ's attributes Shy. that wasn't Shy. Shy is the 90s R&B group. What would you give him? I didn't hear the question. <laughs> was, all I heard was Shy. <laughs> if you could give Shy one of I Russ's attributes my that wasn't athleticism, what would you give him? Rudeness to media. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm Loyalty, really going to miss man. that. Loyalty. 
Loyalty. Yeah. I yeah. kept thinking about things, and I was like, yeah, loyalty. I like that. Yeah, loyalty, where one day you'll end up on the most hated team in, in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. You're that loyal. Hey, man, you better take it back. He's so loyal that he took a max contract. I know. It's hard. I understand that there are parts of it, but he, dude, there's a lot of players saying no to the max contracts to go play somewhere else. Yep. So loyal that he took 25 shots a game one season. <laughs> I'm just you, joking. I'm you just are going to get so much hate, <laughs> man. Oh, I'm God. just joking. Send those to Andrew I'm, K. Schlecht. I'm just joking. No, loyalty is a good one. That's actually a good one because you want him to stay. Like you want yes. him to extend. You want him to to be the to, guy for the city, the next take, guy for the city. Yeah. One of the ne- one of the next guys for the yeah, city. One of them. You want him to take the the next contracts for Oklahoma City and not try to leave for sure. So I mean that's that's honestly a good one because I mean if it's not athleticism, I mean Russ's passing ability is probably at a higher level than Shea's. So maybe you'd take that his his court vision. Um, I'm trying to think what else. It's, I wanted to say his undying belief in himself, right? That like, and and that extended to points in the game where Russ is still trying so hard when it seems like the game is almost out of reach. And I don't know how many games Russ won for this franchise where quit. it looked like it was over, and he just wouldn't stop. Yeah, his competitiveness. I uh, think I would honestly. That's probably what I would take. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hard because it was. There were times at the end where it felt like that was the stuff that also led to the parts of Russ that you got annoyed by. Yeah, it's like he's so competitive that that's. I mean, from every indicator, that's what he brings in the media sessions, especially after games. At least that's it's, that's kind of it's the what theory, you hypothesize. You know? Like, why is he being? Why is he being like this? Um, and but it's also what would lead him to take the you know, 35-foot three-pointer early in the shot clock because he believed that at any point he could turn a game yeah. and make it his and win the game, Like, which a lot of times he did. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it didn't work out that way. And so it's hard. Like, you, like a controlled competitiveness of Russ would be like the ideal. Yeah. So what about you, Taylor? You got anything? Triple doubles. How about that? Boom. Best triple double player in the freaking league how about his superstardom is that an attribute triple doubles triple absolutely how about being (laughs) one of the best basketball players of all time is that an attribute that's an attribute that's absolutely that's he's an he's an eight on the enneagram i'll tell you that and if shea gilgis alexander could be an eight on the enneagram boy yeah i mean if if he has I mean, his, he's not going to have the career that Russ has. has do had. you want your point guard to be an eight? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Jay, you are, you are my point guard sometimes. I'm not an eight. I lo- Yeah. What? I'm a three, man. You're a ten. What? I'm a three, two, bro. My wife's bro. an eight. Bro. You're a ten in the looks department. Hey, thanks. thanks. If you're not familiar with the Enneagram, this whole thing was a yeah, blast for I you. have no idea what this is. For me, but, it's uh, like the language I speak now, but it's a church. <laughs> it's a, it's a personality thing. It's fine. Yeah, everyone knows. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. <laughs> Except for apparently you. Yep, I have no idea. But I do know <laughs> about our next Twitter question. It comes from at Brian Briggs 1. Did you always say Twitter questions so much? Yeah. And all the other shows? Yep. Okay. He wants to know what jerseys do you own and which 
one do you want to get next? I have owned two in my lifetime. The one I have now was bought for me, Russell Westbrook jersey from last year. Burn it. Yeah, it's gone. Burnt. It's gone. The only other one I've ever owned was a number 13 for the USA, Team USA, from 1996. Yeah. You know who wore number 13? Ah, uh, James Harden. Shaq did. Oh, yeah. In 2000, or the 1996 USA Olympic team. So I had a Shaq USA jersey. Really wow. uncalled for when you went and burned your Russell Westbrook jersey on his front lawn. Yeah. Like well, that one guy. Maybe he shouldn't have left us. Uh, guess what? I Which one do you want next? What? what? What jersey do you want next? I liked Alex. Alex said getting a Gilgis Alexander, uh, bur- the not burnt orange. That's, nope. Uh, sunset orange. I kind of like that idea. I kind of, I might buy like a Stephen Adams, the memorial one this year. Like, yeah. I don't know. They're expensive, man. They're expensive. They are expensive. That is why I own zero jerseys. Taylor, you own any jerseys? No, but I want a, an old Robert Swift Thunder one. So that way people will think maybe I'm making a Taylor Swift joke. Mm. That's a good one. Ah, I get that. Huh? I have a lot of basketball jerseys. I know. That's what, that's what I was saving <laughs> you for. So many. I have Shaq Lakers, Shaq um, Heat, Shaq Suns. I have a Yao Ming jersey. I have a Sharif Abdul Rahim jersey. I have a Clippers Lamar Odom jersey. I have a Bulls <laughs> Luol Dang jersey. Um, I've got a Steve Nash Mavericks jersey. I actually gave that to a friend. Um, I've got a lot of jerseys. I got an Earl a Boykins. Bulls Luol Dang jersey? Yeah. I have, so I have an Earl Boykins Denver Nuggets jersey. Would you get these like... So like many of the obscure ones, like the Sharif Abdul Rahim and the Law Dang jersey, I got them at Walls for like five dollars. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. I just Walls saw it. Classic. I just saw it and I was like, "That's five bucks," and it's like Grab this it. like authentic. Would you ever play like pickup ball in a? Heck yeah. NBA. I've never done that. Yeah, I've done it multiple times. I used to love to play in a Carmelo Anthony Denver jersey. <laughs> One of my good friends would all, had for some reason probably a similar situation had a Juan Dixon Maryland jersey that he would wear all that's the time pretty, to play pickup ball with. That's pretty tight. Yeah, that's pretty tight. It's tight. Which one do you want to get next? Um, I'd buy a Deontay Burton jersey for sure. Did you watch the 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 little mini video that the Thunder put out about Deontay? Make you love him more. No. Yeah. Uh, how am I? I guess I'm just not on my. Because it's. It kind wasn't of the, on Twitter. For, uh-huh. for, so it's just on their website. I actually got it sent to me in an email. Ooh, an email. <laughs> Why are you so cool, man? But he, he talks about how his mother died of breast cancer and. Deontay his, Burton is all heart. His journey to the NBA. All right. We're going to tweet that out for you later. You'll love him more. He's awesome. As if that's possible. He's the best. Hey, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Trust the Void. Who wants to know when Russ and CP3 inevitably fight? Will it be weird that the fans cheer for the opposing player? I think in that moment, most Oklahoma City fans are just going to like sit in silence. <laughs> Is there not going to be a point where like, you're, the pride for the Thunder will take over? Do you think that will be a thing? 
I if it was Shay, yes. But what if it's Steven? No. What if what if it's Steven? What if Steven sets a hard screen and Russell pops up and it, like yelling in Steven's face? What do you do? <laughs> I want to yell, Mom and Dad, stop I, fighting for real. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen. But I'm just saying, like, what do you? It's gonna be the weirdest season. It's gonna be the weirdest season. The weirdest. It's gonna be weird. I don't know. At some point, though, I mean, people are Thunder fans, right? There are Russ fans out there, obviously. I had, sure. some, I had some people coming at me last night about Russell and made it very personal toward me, which is just, like, really crazy. But For real? I'm about to look this up. Um, look this up. Anyways, it's weird. I, people, people do love Russell, but I think at some point, like, you're a Thunder fan. I am. See, the, the Russ fans and Thunder fans fight. I mean, <laughs> it just turns into this like malice in the palace, Burl. but it's just fans against each other. I think, I think Thunder cannibalism. most people will be just incredibly conflicted. It's conflicting. Like, no I, doubt. Don't know, I don't know what to do. I think the celebration for Russell, Russell Westbrook when he comes back is going to be like amazing. Like it's yeah. going to be awesome. There's going to be a lot of that, but man, I think once the game gets started, like, I think they're going to pull for Oklahoma City for the majority of those people. Mm-hmm. And the ideal is that Russ plays well and Oklahoma City wins. <laughs> I mean, that would be great. And that's the ideal. I posed this the other day. What happens if the Rockets, and this will probably happen, just absolutely demolish the Thunder? And like, Russ has like a 30 point triple double. Like, what do you, oh, how, how do you respond to that? Probably fine. Like, it's, uh, I don't want, I don't like losing in general. Uh, but with this Thunder team, like the kind of expectation is it's going to feel that'll be more likely than, yeah. I don't know. Just as long as they show good effort, guys. Yeah. What if they show poor effort? What if they show poor effort? (laughs) I will boo them. I'll be at home. I'm not going to that game. That's like the one game you can't get tickets to. Are you talking about this tweet, Andrew? Andrew, you're playing a dangerous game ever. Since Russ got traded, you've been taking shots at Russ. Us Russ fans are getting annoyed. Have you turn on us? Just let us know. What does that even mean? I didn't even actually see that one. (laughs) This one. I I couldn't make that up. (laughs) All I asked was, is it a slight... To praise is a slight to Russ to praise SGA for how good he is with the media. Is it going to be perceived as a slight to Russell? Everything and, is going to be perceived yeah, through that one. And that's what, that's what Brett responded was like, why don't you go ahead and just put a blank there? Is blank going to be perceived as a slight at Russell? Everything. Yeah. If the Thunder move the ball well, if Billy Donovan gets an extension, yeah. if, if they, I mean, like, think of everything. And, dude, that's the thing that's so intense about this is if the Rockets start off in any way like they did last year. Yeah. The target is completely on Russ. It is. And that's where I'll start getting like more defensive of Russ because it's just like, you know, that's where, I, I don't know. He's historically has received a lot of unfair negative media attention and some of it deserved. And so yeah. it'll be one of those things that this season has like this make or break really big narrative conversation for Russ. And one yeah. of the other hard part is like the, if it doesn't go well, then Oklahoma City looks better. Yeah. 
and somewhat worse maybe. But if it goes really well for them, it's like, well, maybe Oklahoma City and Billy Donovan and we're holding Russell Westbrook back. <laughs> it's, I mean, those conversations could definitely happen. Hey, guys, you know what conversation is about to happen with our next Twitter question from at Cody, son of Steve? It's this, Seinfeld or France? Huh? Seinfeld or friends? Oh. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Taylor? Uh, did you guys know Seth Rogen is doing pottery? <laughs> I did not. No. Yeah, he makes his own uh, ashtrays Taylor, and vases and stuff. Off That's pretty Twitter. cool. Get off Twitter. That's pretty cool. Well, I'm he a, just got a uh, he just got a follow from me. <laughs> I'm a friendsman. Really? I like them both. But I Seinfeld is. I think Seinfeld is better, but I don't watch Seinfeld that much. Uh, Friends, one hundred percent the way I would say it too. Yeah, I watch Seinfeld uh, pretty much every night. I'm going to sleep. Now, did you watch it week? when it was actually? Live. No, but I owned all I own all the seasons on DVD. Yeah, yeah. I I, I just watched when, when it was coming out. When it was on TV, I watched like I watched Friends live. Yeah, not live, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, never I was watched, in the studio audience. I never got into Seinfeld night. until after it had aired. You know, like I would jump in occasionally because I have friends that are fanatics about it. You know, but yeah, um, I was more of a friendsman. You know, you can get a diorama of the Seinfeld set for only $500. I know. I what want it. Deal. Get it. I want it. Get it. It's it's $500. I could spend that on other stuff that I equally don't need that I'll eventually spend <laughs> it on. Hey, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from this. At Pangelo. He wants to know, what is your go-to snack before bed? Hers is toast with butter. That is so refined. Her daughter's <laughs> is a toasted bagel with creme cheese wow. and her husband's is cereal so number one like i was when i put that question in the doc i was legitimately shocked when she said that her daughter eats a bagel with cream cheese before she goes to bed <laughs> i know it's like yo uh i'm a cereal man yeah if i eat before i go to bed which i never i try not to i already have enough problems with food uh it would be cereal though yeah same i just do like uh, between three and 19 beers. <laughs> Curly fries, roast beef sandwich. Now, if I'm going to have something like after dinner, yeah. before bed, I'm going ice cream. Yeah, okay. something sweet. Ooh, that's well, a good one. Tayshawn, what's yours, man? A little sorbet? I, sorbet, uh, we, sorbet? No, we, we have a couple, maybe some cookies or something. Cookies. We also eat late dinner, so it's like we eat dinner and then it's, like 10 so p.m. So what time is so, late? Oh, okay. 10 p.m. It's 10 o'clock dinner. What time do you eat like dinner? Like last night we ate dinner at 9. Damn, that's almost fourth meal. That is definitely fourth meal. What are you doing yeah, in between, to, man? I have to, I eat a lot of snacks throughout the day. What do you eat? What are you snacking on? Well, yesterday I uh, around 3 p.m. I was getting a little hungry. So I just ran a quick trip and got a slice of pizza. <laughs> I think that was dinner. <laughs> No, one slice of pizza. It's amazing. Okay, what? Uh, one slice of pizza. What? Tell me this. Talk, walk me through a normal day of your eating schedule. Like, what time do you wake up? When do you have breakfast? I wake up around 7.30, have, make some coffee, have maybe a granola bar, and then eat a microwave meal for lunch. And then that's only like 300 calories, so I'm starving in like an hour. Like a lean cuisine? 
Yeah, or like the Trader Joe's, one of the Trader Joe's ones. Yeah. They're delicious, but they're just not enough food. And then so maybe I'll have another one of those in a couple hours. And then basically, and then we'll cook and eat at night. But we wait until we're both home, and sometimes we work late. So you have two lunches. Yeah, pretty much. There's the the ticket. I remember that life, man. When I waited tables... We'd eat dinner. Oh, yeah, like, man. I'd eat dinner like nine o'clock, and then we'd go to Louis, and I'd eat some there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not what are you getting at Louis, dude? Oh, I do their pizzas, man. Dude, it used to make me so mad when I'd go to Louis because inevitably you're spending like fifty dollars, and you're like, "Why did I spend fifty bucks at Louis?" Because if you stay there long enough, you get hungry again. It's a whole long process. Man. I don't. It's all- <laughs> I don't think Louis is very good. I like it's Louis. not. That's what makes me mad. Like, I get a hamburger there, and every time I'm just like, Chips man, and queso are pretty good. I'd have rather had anything else. Their pizza's actually pretty good. Yeah, I do. Their barbecue chicken pizza is yeah, really good. It's really? good. I never, yeah. When I go there, I'm never like, Fried green beans. It's good. not a pizza you place, but you won't, you're not going to feel the same way that you did about the burger. I, I promise you. Because I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I've, I've never gravi- eaten a burger at Louis. But whenever I'm looking good. at the menu, I gravitate toward the burgers. I know. You're going to have to stop. Okay. You're going to have to Club sandwich is pretty good. Yeah. You ever at a club? I'm never, I'm, I'm, if I'm going, I'm never going to get a sandwich at Louis. It would be think. better than, I the, mean, it's better than the burger. There's no question. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't a burger a form of a sandwich? No, no. A I don't burger is this. a hamburger. I really don't want to do this. <laughs> when you go to Louis, though, you know, you always feel like you spent more than you experience. Sure. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the thing about Louis. Yeah. Hey, this episode is brought to you by Louis, <laughs> where, where you're going to spend more than you experience. That's, Check it out. Support the sure, people that man. don't support down the dunk. <laughs> Louis, you want to spend 50 bucks and not really be satisfied? Go to Louis. Yeah. Hey, you want a burger that's underwhelming, but good fries? Louis. <laughs> Louis. You want a Popeye's chicken sandwich? Louis. <laughs> Um, uh, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Josh underscore Morrison. Can you believe that 31 wins is the over under for Oklahoma city thunder, man? He loves the win loss pressure being totally off. It still is shocking to me a little bit, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, 31 would make them, if you were looking at last year, which we're assuming that the West as a whole got better, mm-hmm. they would be the second worst team in the West. Yeah. Now there's a huge gap between the Suns and everybody else. But um, this will be worse because they yeah. don't have Mike Conley and Mark. Yeah, Memphis will be worth worst. Mark. Does anybody just call him Mark? But I don't know, man. It's hard to look Lock. at any team above that, and especially if you start trading guys away, like Thunder going to be down there. So 31 is shocking. I, I would probably still deal with the over. I think one of the things that's important to remember that's encouraging for me is teams that had less than or around there, the Pelicans actually had more wins Mm -hmm. and got the number one. Something happened to our man, Taylor. Yeah, you can't, but you can't rely on said luck. But you know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah, the Grizzlies had 33 wins. And got the two. You know, so it's like just remembering that the, lottery odds have changed the game or if the thunder are even close to 31 like they could be in the top five you just don't know what makes me think under though 
is the beginning schedule yes. followed by the possibility of trading Gallinari and Chris Paul like right after that. Yeah, if they're like 10 and 25, 35 games in and then they trade, like it may not get much better than that, which would be really hard for me to be honest with you. It's, I mean, that is a possibility. Possibility. And we'll be talking a lot about the draft, and we'll talk a lot. Of, they're going to make a lot of trades this year. Like, yeah, just like it should be a fun season as far as that stuff. There's going to be a lot of Thunder news. I would expect there to be three. I mean, if you're picking like the over under for trades, like three and a half trades for the Thunder, I'll probably take the over. Really? Yeah. Dude, that'll be a fun. We'll remember that for next week. Is who do you think is the? There's going to be lots of trades. Like if you're going to rank likelihood of trades. Yeah, hey, <coughs> All right, we gotta go. You're back. Hey guys. Hey guys. Are you missing any Myth, 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 and peeved. I missed to hurt my toe. Oh, you did. My middle toe. Oh no. I can't tell if it's if I stubbed it or if it's a uh, a fungus situation. Excuse me. <laughs> it hurts. I don't know what it How is. How are those two things? It hurts and it's red. I can't tell if I stubbed it or. How is that the only two? Like it's infected. Like it has an infection. You don't get an infection by stubbing your toe. I'll tell you that. Well, the, I did. I don't remember stubbing. Okay, then you did. It hurts. Do you think there's a chance you have an ingrown toenail? No, I don't. I've had them before. I don't think it's that. It hurts though. Luke, you got to start. For some reason, on this is more offensive to me than manscaping ad was. Really, it's gross, man. It hurts, and it's my middle toe. I can't flip anyone off with my toes. Take care of yourself, man. Wow. Bob Marley died. Toe cancer. It's true. Took over his whole toe body. Toe cancer. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Huh? No. Should have just got it cut off and just didn't do it, man. Good well, guess out. what? I'm doing it myself. Go see Dr. John Williams, right? Yep. In Stillwater. Also a composer. Yep. Star Wars. Great. Anyone else? Andrew, you yeah, mentioned Pete, man. Uh, I'm just tired. <laughs> Nonstop. I'll tell you what, though, Taylor. I'm really glad we got this rain. Oh, man. We Dude. needed it. Man, oh, man. Needed it. Taylor, you mentioned peeved. Um, yeah, man. I was the Popeye's social media manager, <laughs> and I did such a good job, and they really let me down, and I'm super embarrassed. I'm out. Thanks for listening to our pod.